1: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: Good morning, Metroplex. Shout out to the 6 a.m. club. Let us know what you're doing. Up in Adam, myself, Peyton Russell and Ryan live in studio. We got Bobby and Choppy doing the show from their homes. Thank you for turning it on, leaving it on. As yesterday at around 11 a.m., the news broke that the L.A. Chargers we're hiring Kellen Moore. And, RJ, you said uh, it may not be a Rex Ryan situation. Well, was it Rob Ryan? It was a Rob Ryan it's situation.
3: Rob. Yeah, it was Rob. Remember Rob Ryan when he got uh, let go from here? He said, I'll, I'll have a job in five minutes. Uh, well, it wasn't five minutes. He had a job eventually, but it wasn't five minutes. I don't think Kellen Moore was unemployed for 18 hours. <laughs> like, this was this was pretty remarkable that he was hired this fast and with multiple people asking for him. And he went right to the one spot. If I was an offensive guy, that I would go and hang my hat. You know, whether or not Justin Herbert has, has um, uh, you know, exceeded or met expectations or whatever, like he's got talent. Like this guy's got all world talent and he he absolutely does. So this is, it's this is a great landing spot. I mean, you could, you talk about landing on your feet you land on your feet I mean yeah, they got no expectations out they have no fan base uh there's no pressure uh and you've got a great quarterback or or somebody with great quarterback talent yeah that that that's the way to go so
2: Kellen Moore just upgraded to the Chargers of the excuse me the Cowboys of the AFC as one Tolo <laughs> put it which they are
3: they are oh yeah they are. they they are I mean, they 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 find ways to lose in the most preposterous of fashions just kind of like we do uh, we do it in the last play of the game. They just do it over the last two quarters of the game. <laughs> uh, that, that's kind of how this works. But, yeah, I mean, look, I mean, Herbert's a better – you know, he's got more talent in the deck. I don't – he hasn't, like, shown he's better throughout the course of his career. But the talent is certainly an upgrade.
2: Bobby, is this a little seller's remorse to me? This is like in fantasy when you drop a player and then, bam, he gets picked up immediately and you're like, did I just – why did – why did they get picked up so fast? Did I just – did I just make a mistake? Did did I have a brain fart here when the person I thought was not good enough for my team gets snatched up quickly?
4: Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's it's one of those things where you know typically if you if you let somebody go and then they can't get a job, you're just looking at it like, huh? See, I was right. When when this happens that fast, it does make you go, oh crap. Okay, so does the the rest of the league view him really highly? I mean, I, I think everybody. Uh, around the league everybody on on social media especially like loves Brandon Staley and thinks he's like the next genius and so if that's your case does it make you pause and go why does Brandon Staley like immediately want this guy on his coaching staff why why are they like this is the guy to handle Justin Herbert he wasn't the guy for Dak but he's the guy to handle Justin Herbert and so, yeah, I, I think it. gives I you don't a little know bit of if people
2: s- are, I don't know if people are feeling that way about Brandon Staley anymore.
4: I think people love Staley still. There's there's an increased amount of critics, but I think there are plenty of people who still think he's yeah. great. He's um he's probably the smartest coach in the league. In what sense? He's like, the like the only one smarter? Smart just embraced
3: like- analytics <laughs> makes him the smartest.
4: <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, but I mean, I think the thing that you look at here is yeah, that that makes you feel bad. I think Cowboys fans need to remember this, though, is regardless of of some people who I saw the term, uh, Ross Tucker, right now used the word fired yesterday, uh, you know, with, with the Cowboys firing Kellen Moore. And, you know, I, I've seen some discussion about, yeah, mutual, sure. 100% certainty, I can tell you this was mutual. Kellen Moore was ready to go. And it, it makes sense. Like, I mean, if, if you're talking about, you know, the, the approach and, and all the work that he's done. We mentioned this yesterday, look at all the work that he did, uh, you know, to have this as a a top offense, three out of the four years. And and really, you know, as, as I saw somebody on Twitter say yesterday, the fact that they finished 14th in yards and like 16th in points in 2020, running out several games of Dalton DiNucci and Garrett Gilbert uh, I, I think is stunning that they even finished middle of the pack in offense that year. And so, uh, you know, he, he had a very good resume, and it's probably a lot to just say, why am I going to shoulder all of this public blame? What, what am I doing this for? Right. Like, like I, I don't need all this. Right.
2: I'm trying to think of my top three or five most disrespected people in the history of the Metroplex that we've covered, like who did a job as well as Ooh. him, and we were like, Screw you. Get out of here. I'm trying to think who would be on that list and who would be higher than Kellen Moore. I know number one. Um, Go ahead, Choppy. I know number one, Tony Romo.
4: That's that's the one that came to my mind. Oh. Uh, that, like, I mean, look, I, like I, I do the troll bit, but uh, I, I mean, Romo, Romo got way too much heat during his time here in Dallas, just like I think Dak gets too much heat now. Um, you know, so that was, that's one that stands out to me. Um, but didn't Romo get
2: better at the end? You know, wasn't, he more appreciated towards the end. I had more respect for him at the very end. He he was,
3: he was thought of as a choker early on in his career. Like, you know, there was that choker label he was thought of as that, but I mean, at the end, yeah, it was like, I think after the eight and eight seasons, people started feeling sorry for him, you know?
4: Yeah. I mean, I remember somebody had the, uh, the line years ago. That they said Tony Romo, and I can't remember which analyst this was, but they said Tony Romo is my litmus test for: Am I talking to somebody who actually understands football, or are they an idiot? And if they if they are saying you know Romo's a choker and you you can't win with Romo, like I go okay, then you you don't know what you're talking about. And and if you properly analyze Romo, I go okay, if you can get Romo right, I trust you can get other stuff right about the NFL. But yeah, I think that there was probably a period of time where Michael Young was was pretty uh you know especially during the world series run a lot of people were trying to run off Michael yes yeah, so you guys both can cock your heads but i'm saying there was a point you remember the hashtag was padmy p a d m y was what they used on twitter consistently cuz they said past a diving michael young that's what they would say about his defense <laughs> well maybe so, that was at the he was,
2: very end he was always a beloved figure while i've been here
4: Mm, I think that there was a lot of bitterness starting around 09 with the fan base with him. And he played really well during that time. 09 is when Elvis Andrews came in. That's when he first requested the trade. And that's when things started to go sideways with some fans.
2: Okay. Hey. 877-881-1053. I want to see some names on the truckwreck.com text line. Not whether you think Kellen is disrespected, but just who else in the last 10, 15, 20 years have we, have we disrespected We've had we've had right the black sheep, the whipping boys, the doormats, but who like really put up numbers or did well?
4: Yeah, we got uh 469 uh we got Byron Jones, Anthony Spencers a good answer. Uh mm. you know, you know who's the most distra- I I it just dawned on me. Greg Ellis. Greg Ellis was never able to outrun the Randy Moss thing and he was a really good player for them for a decade. And 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 nobody ever let him go.
3: There, there's another. Greg Ellis was. You're right. Doug Free was definitely disrespectful. <laughs> yeah, yes. Doug was a yeah. good player. He was a good player, and he was completely disrespected uh, his entire time here, and, and, and only because I mean, he was also on a really good line. Like that was. Yeah. He, it, he you know he followed up. Uh, I should say followed up some some good players in that line. Uh, I think he followed up Colombo. Uh, at right tackle, if I'm not mistaken. And, and, you oh, know, so and Mark, we upgraded. A good player.
2: Yeah, we upgraded then. <laughs> uh, Todd Archer, Cowboys insider, was on with the G-Bag Nation, and they asked Todd, I know you're listening, Mark, was Kellen Moore fired, or was this actually a parting of ways, like Bobby Belt said?
5: It's easy to say, like, oh, yeah, it's mutual. The fact that he landed a job so quickly, to me, indicates it was mutual, that he was ready to go, they were okay with him. The Chargers, the way I understand it, asked for permission to talk to him last week when there was first wind that, that he might not be back or, or or things might not be stable here. So they put in a request to talk to him. The fact that he got this job announced within, was it 12 hours? I don't even know. Yeah. Um, tells you to me that this was mutual. He was ready for a fresh start, a new challenge, and, and the Cowboys were ready to, to start off in a new direction from Kellen Moore. To me, again... From the Cowboys, and brought us, you've talked about this before, I know with with the guys there, and and to me in conversations, when you're the owner, when you're the coach, you already have five names in your desk drawer of who you want to be the next guy. You got to hope Mike McCarthy already had those names going.
2: That brought up another issue for some of the Tolos. Like, how did this get done so fast? We We want some NBA tampering charges. We want some investigation here with tampering because Kellen obviously had this lined up. Whatever. I don't, I mean, who cares?
4: Right. Yeah. Well, and I mean, if you're given approval, if you're given the thumbs up, if you're told, like, I mean, they asked permission, they got it. They, they went through the proper channels. It is just interesting to see how quickly, like, even once chatter got around the league that, hey, he may be open, charge of, like, let's, let's request permission. Let, let's, let's get him here. They, they clearly had a, a, an eye on, on Kellen Moore. And then they, they, you know, there are a lot of people around the league. I know we saw chatter yesterday from Ian Rappaport that the Buccaneers would have been interested. Um, and, and so he's somebody who there is a little bit of like, be careful what you wish for grass isn't always greener on the other side. I, I do think something needed to change in the equation. So I, I don't hate the move. Yeah. Um, but you may come out of this going, that wasn't the problem.
2: So, Todd Archer was then asked the follow up, do you believe that Mike McCarthy, Nick Eatman yesterday, was very hesitant in believing that McCarthy will actually call the plays. Does Todd Archer believe it?
5: Uh, I'm not, because I've not been told that. I was told that's to be determined at this point. Could it happen? Sure, it, it, it could happen. Uh, maybe it will happen, but I haven't been told that just yet, but clearly I think we'll have more say into the offense than he's had in his first three years with the team. And I'm more curious about what's this offense going to look like. And I know you guys have talked about it before. Is it going to be what Mike ran in green Bay is going to be what the Cowboys have done here for years on the Kellen Moore and Scott Linhan and all these guys Or a combination of the two. It, there, there's a lot of things that, that they'll, they'll have to solve here. This offseason.
2: Why are you smirking
4: source off? We got a source off David Moore, Todd Archer, Nick Eatman. We got a source off. Can we Everybody. get a da- can we get a dance for that on the fan cam, like a Zoolander,
2: a source off between Archer and David Moore?
4: Which, which I, I gotta say, I, I trust both those guys a great, and Nick Eatman too. I like. I mean, when they hear things, uh, that that makes me feel. Really confident about a news story. So when they both are hearing different things, that makes me uh, that's, Sean. God, uh, I'm reporting when, when with my, they, I'm
2: dancing with my pen. This is my Zoolander <laughs> uh, shorthand like Mickey writes with. <laughs>
4: when when they when they have that when when you've got guys like Nick and Todd and David Moore that all hear different things, to me that says there's genuine conflict or or disagreement or whatever else. So it does at least say to me nothing's set in stone.
3: I think the big story here. This is literally the most anybody's ever heard Archer talk in a, in, in, in a set. <laughs> Nobody has ever heard him put more than four words together. <laughs> There's never been punctuation, never been commas uh, in his speech. No one's ever heard this from Archer. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's a Mr. ESPN TV star.
2: I know, right? But even even on his even on his live shots, it's like three words. Yeah. Yeah. Back to you. Back to you in the studio. Back to you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so now Kellen Moore is going to take over an offense. And look, RJ, this is setting up for us to look dumb and Kellen Moore to look smart because just to simplify it down, as you would say, you're going to the better quarterback talent. So all of a sudden, right, the Chargers, that another horrific ending to their season, an embarrassing ending to their season. So now the bar's low. Kellen Moore's going there. You get a better quarterback. You get more quarterback talent. And that will be the easy setup for Dallas made a mistake.
3: Yeah, I mean, it is going to be the easy setup, uh, you know, and, and there's no way to like, you know, ever say, oh, you know, they would have done this with this with this, uh, you know, coach. They would have done that with that quarterback. I mean, you can always kind of play that game, but this is the easy one. Like if they go out there and, you know, Justin Herbert has his best year, uh, you know, you know, the fewest interceptions or whatever, or as high as QB, whatever it is, whatever, pick whatever stat you want. You know, people are going to point to it and they're going to and they're going to latch onto it. And that's just that's just the nature of it. It's going to happen. It happens no matter where you go, no matter what. We, we were all looking at what Jason Garrett was going to do with the Giants. You know, when he went there, we were all looking at. Oh, it's OK. Let's see if, we, if, we, if he goes there and Daniel Jones all of a sudden becomes this wizard. Yeah. You know, how dumb are we going to look? Um. You know, but th- obviously that didn't happen. Um, but, you know, who knows? With I think the likelihood is that Justin Herbert, no matter who the coach is, is going to be a talented player either way. His talent ain't going anywhere.
2: 877-881-1053, TrotRec.com text line. So we go from Kellen Moore basically being, well, not traded, but the Chargers pick up uh, Kellen Moore as their acquisition. Are the Mavericks going to make any acquisitions? There's a report yesterday that Mark Cuban and – don't laugh – I know we always I know we always instantly laugh. The Mavs are willing to go all in. Tim McMahon, Mavs insider, on the possibilities with Bobby Giggling on the fan cam next with Sean and RJ.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.